Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello and welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I am your host, Zach Winnick, joined in the studio by Nolan Gerlock and Nolan Gerlock only. How you doing today, Nolan? I am good, Zach. I'm actually not good. We just recorded a 55-minute episode yep. and realized that our software we used did not save it. Yeah. So this is going to be a short one. This we're just going to give you 15 minutes. Yeah, we're going to give you a quick rundown of the review of the OC game, a preview of the Phoenix game, and a couple news items, yeah. starting off with Adam John out for the whole year. Adam John, striker for Orange County, went out last week with an injury and is going to be out the rest of the year, is replaced by um, Eero... Eero? Mm-hmm. Euro Markinen, a, a beast of a man. Yes. Um, six foot six. Looks like the guy from Rocky Four. I believe it's Rocky Four. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's massive, and he's going to eat up all the center backs. And then Thomas Enovosen will come in behind him and score goals. So um, that didn't really happen this past <laughs> weekend, but uh, um, I imagine it probably will uh, as they get some chemistry. We'll go into the the review of their play in a little bit. Um, but yeah. yes, Adam John out for the year. Out for the year. Hate to see it. And also, it's just so weird because we're going to be like running through what we just talked yep, about. Yep, we just said all this stuff. <laughs> but like much less detailed. Yep. Because we had some great jokes about that. About yes, the guy looking did. like the guy from Rocky Ford. But I know. Say love you. Um, <laughs> next up in the news, Oak, the Oakland Roots won. Uh, they won a game. They beat Delhi Galaxy 2. Yep, 3-2. Three three to to Excited for them. We love our we love hate our crosstown yes. rivals. Yeah, we haven't played them in regular season yet, so we can love them. Yeah. And I just don't like San Diego. They lost again. Yeah. <laughs> I said they would be not as good as they were touted to be. I didn't say they would be like hot garbage. Yeah. But they are that. Dumpster bottom of the barrel yeah. uh team here. Uh, um yeah, and uh Phoenix wins. Uh again. So <laughs> that's kind of your <laughs> that's your quick little uh division recap Mm -hmm. um oakland finally gets a game in san diego cannot win and phoenix uh continues to to win um continues to win games finally for the news heart health park is giving out vaccines for free not only not only for free Hmm. they will also be giving you a free ticket as well to the game if you get vaccinated you get a free ticket um to the game on the 29th and the 29th or fifth uh-huh and uh they will be announcing this vaccination clinic on wednesday may 26th on their social media correct correct yes, yes. and so get in there get a vaccine and get a free t- ticket to one of these games yeah it's gonna be awesome I, and finally to round up these round out these news i think i said that already but finally the, the last and absolute finally final part of the news here june 26th uh the club announced will be the first day of full capacity fans in heart health park mm-hmm. so the state is opening up the week before that and has announced that they will be um, opening up full capacity to the things like soccer games and sporting events um so it's probably written in pencil you know june 26th yeah. as full capacity full full capacity but hopeful definitely hopeful that that will happen hopeful and the the word of the year we're just gonna hope all the problems <laughs> away yeah we just hope that the 26th there'll be like you know twelve thousand people in a you know around a soccer field I, I, but this time around does feel like does maybe feel a like, reality yeah yeah um good good things on the horizon uh 
But unlike this past weekend, before we step weekend, into the future, it's time to look at the past. Look at the past and learn from it. Um, Zach Sacramento played Orange County in Orange County on May twenty second, mm-hmm. two days ago. They lost one nil. Is it time to hit the panic button yet? I do not believe so. It is not time to hit the panic button. Um, that may be in jest. Yeah. But uh, no, I do not believe it. it's time to hit the panic button. Only a couple games into the season, uh, a, a a depressing loss. Yeah. Um, but some talking points as we'll get into. Yeah. Um, a one nothing OC win. A goal scored by Chris Weehan, um, a guy signed from New Mexico, uh, and assisted by the one and only Thomas Enavolson in the thirty third minute. Mm-hmm. Um, the lineup for Sac was the same as against Las Vegas. Um, and Nolan, do you want to kind of talk about this goal real quick? Yeah, so let's run through the goal. Um, first, let's just talk about the game in general. If I were to break down the game into like three parts, I'd say you know the first thirty minutes, very back and forth, teams kind of going at each other at each other's throat, with Sacramento having a bit more of the ball, maybe a couple of the more dangerous chances. Um, and then in the thirty-third minute, uh, Orange County scores. That's kind of the second phase of the game and the next 57 minutes is just orange county sitting pretty deep in sacramento being unable to find a way to break them down um so let's get into that goal mm-hmm. orange county had a goal kick um andrew wheeler amenu was marking euro marking the big man the russian who's finnish yes um <laughs> i think finnish or danish she's scandinavian yeah um he so that's who andrew wheeler amenu was marking shannon gomez was marking chris Weehan. Maybe there was also confusion as to who should have been marking Chris Weehan because he was a winger. Shannon Gomez was like fullback wingback. Maybe like he assumed Andrew Lamanu or like another center back or a midfielder was going to mark Weehan. We can't really see because of the camera angle until Chris Weehan runs in the frame unmarked. Um, yeah. But so the goal kick is taken. Andrew Lamanu, it's one of those weird like you're not sure whether to like chest the ball or like trap it with your knee, bring it down to your feet. Um, he chooses the former, tries to chest it, but he's kind of like squatted down, awkward angle. The ball gets loose, falls to Thomas and of Olsen's feet. Next thing you know, Chris Wien is like streaking in on the left-hand side, Sacramento's right-hand side, um, and slots home near post. Uh, Zach, do you want to talk a little bit about what Shannon Gomez was doing in the build-up to this goal? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it could be just that you have these fullbacks, they're wingbacks, um, it looks maybe like Shannon Gomez is trying to get a get a step up the field. Yeah. Maybe Andrew Wheeler can trap that ball, make a pass, and then oh, there's a breakout. Yeah. Um, that does not happen, and it, he looks a little lackadaisical getting back and yeah. defending. Um, and, and but a great a great pass by Thomas Anavolson and Chris Weehan slots in the goal. Um, you know, I I think you you know we asked the question. Is this good opposition? Is this a bad performance or both? I think it's more so good opposition. Maybe not the best performance, um, but it's a good team. It was a good pass. It was a good goal. And then they sit back and they defend in a low block for the rest of the game. Yeah, and Sacramento really couldn't find a way to break them down. Um, We'll go through the substitutions real quick. So I was a little confused by the substitutions at first. I was like, what's Mark Briggs goal here like what's he trying to do um because he substitutes carlton belmar off the field at half puts on fatia lache goes into a pretty traditional 3-5-2 they were playing that 3-4-3 we saw against las vegas before that um 
And then later it makes a double change. Jordan McCreary and Cameron Owasa come on uh, and Duke LaCroix and Tucker Bone come off. So now it's uh, Jordan McCreary getting some time on the left-hand side and uh, Cameron Owasa playing with Derek Formella in a two-man attack rather than Iwasa in Belmar. So we saw a little bit of that. And then later on in the game, Pete Penninen in the 70-something minute comes off for Jaime Villarreal. Villarreal gets on. Uh, that's more of like a like-for-like like change, in my opinion. Like, slot in an eight, take out an eight. Um, but the more I thought about this, the more I talked about it with you, Zach, the more, um, you know, I was trying to understand what Briggs was doing with these changes. I think he's just tinkering. Like, he's just like, all right. Yeah, early in the season. Yeah, it's early in the season. We can't break uh, We can't break uh, Orange County down. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's see what Fatai can bring to the game. He's... He wasn't healthy against Las Vegas, or he wasn't available. Let's see what he does in this next half. Yeah. Uh, let's see how Wasa and Formella play together. Let's see Villarreal in the midfield with Luis Felipe and Fatai Lache. Jordan McCrary. Yeah. Let's see what Jordan McCrary's got. Like, I think this was just tinkering, like playing with the players he has, playing yeah. with his formations, maybe playing with a switch from a 3-4-3 to a 3-5-2, like seeing what that feels like in a game. Um, uh-huh. And so... Yeah, to me, I, I don't think these. I don't think a, a substitution at half for Belmar was like a diss. Like a lot of times, halftime subs are like, "Oh, you know." Uh, yeah. Oh. Subbed at half. Like I yeah. don't think it was that. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this was just Briggs saying, "Let's tinker." Yeah. Let's let's play with it. Zach, do you have any other thoughts about those um, substitutions? No, I think that's that makes sense. I think it's and it's in the vein of what Mark Briggs likes to do. Yeah. Um, he likes to tinker. And he's not scared to take you out and put someone else in. No. Um, yeah. So that, that that doesn't surprise me. That's how I saw it. Um, let's let's talk about possible changes to the lineup we could see in the coming game against Phoenix on yeah. Saturday. Um, so we kind of <laughs> in our previous episode, which you'll never hear, <laughs> we broke down the you know the defenders, the midfielders, the attack in kind of three units and and. and talked about their game maybe this can be a little hybrid of that um be, so mm. this was the same lineup that we saw against las vegas yeah zach who do you think we could see changes in in the defensive unit mm-hmm. um you know i don't i don't know that we see any changes however there was some lapses in in mitch tainer and yeah. even more in andrew wheeler minu yeah um and like i just said it's not uncharacteristic of Mark Briggs to be like, Oh, I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna put this guy in. You like, it's just, it's what he does. Yeah. It's, you know, nobody's safe. It's kind of how he runs things. Yeah. Um, I think you, you know, in all likelihood, you see the same back five, you know, including those wing backs yeah. that we've seen throughout the season so far. If there's any change, I, I you know, in the back of my head, it, it it could be Hayden Sarges. Yeah. He was in the 18. Didn't come on. Hasn't has been in the 18 a couple weeks now. And and you might be saying to yourself, Hayden Sarges, he hasn't played a game yet. What against Phoenix? You Fairweather fan. Oh my Was he not your goodness. player of the season last year? Sorry, not to you. Oh yes, just to per- anybody else. Yes, yes, yes. Saying, yes. Like, Hayden Sarges. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It you know Mark Briggs, yeah, academy coach, yeah. Uh, 
unique coach. I don't think it would be that uncharacteristic for him to be like, oh, you know, like, you know, you want to play soccer? Yeah. You want to play? Go play. Go play against Phoenix. Yeah. And and could that actually be the like, the wake up call to like Hayden Sarge to be like, this is what I'm playing for. Yeah. Like games like this. This is what I want. Yeah. And I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make true on this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think in all likelihood you see the same back five, but you know I don't like in the back of my head I'm like Andrew Wheeler out, Hayden Sarge in. Yeah. I like that. Like could happen, maybe. I don't, I don't really Am don't, I crazy? No, I, I don't like to see Andrew Wheeler come off because I like him as a player. I like what he brings to the team. But just thinking about it from Hayden Sargis's perspective, like I would love that as an as a player, as a young 19-year-old scrappy dude who just wants minutes, wants to show that he's got what it takes. Like your coach comes to you and says, You want to play like you said, you want to play soccer? Defend Phoenix. Defend against Phoenix. Keep them from scoring. Like is it going to happen likely that if he starts, he'll keep them from scoring? No, but I love that challenge. I love that. Um, like, let's see if you can take this mentally, if you mm-hmm. can, you know, handle the best team in the league. Um, yeah. I, and I think Mark Briggs, he wants to challenge players. He wants to develop the youth. Like one of our buddies, Evan Ream, who is all about youth development. He works in um, like academy systems uh, in uh, youth clubs. Like he's always screaming, like put the kids in, put the kids in, put the kids in. I think like Mark Briggs could do that again in this game, in the defensive unit with Hayden Sargis. Um, I, 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 it's interesting, and I, it's in, it's in the back of my mind. I think in, in all likelihood he's not in there, but yeah. could happen, and I would not mind seeing it. Yeah. Um, midfield, any changes in the midfield for you? I'll just say it real quick. I think the midfield looks like Vitaly Lache, Luis Felipe, and Pete Penninen starting, just because. You need Fatih Lache and Luis Felipe to try to, yeah, get some grip in the game against um, Phoenix because you need those defensive attributes about those players. You don't get that with a Jaime Pete and one of the one of Alache or Luis Felipe. Like you need to silence them in the first half. Um, yeah, definitely. So, do you disagree? I don't disagree, and I think it it needs to happen in order to break down. Phoenix, you need good play in the midfield, and I think those three are the ones that give it to you. Yeah. I really like Fatih Lache, so do you. We're, yeah. we're high on him. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's the guy you see added to the midfield, mm-hmm. um, and I think you see Tucker Bone and Derek Formella subtracted from the starting lineup. Yeah. Belmar stays. Cam goes in. I think Cam is that that final uh, a change to the lineup. So yeah. Cameron Awasa. Fatih Lache, and like, hey, in Crazy Town, yeah. you know, maybe Hayden Sargis. Crazy, not Crazy Town. Yeah, like, it, you know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's I think the kind of lineup changes you could see. Thomas Gomez is in that. I think Rafa Diaz is yeah. is not. Yeah, uh, I mean, which the, is interesting, but the goal wasn't his fault. Like, actually, nope. now that I think, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, he's played well. Yeah, which is it's weird for Rafa. I mean, so literally, goaltender of the year last year is yeah. a pos- he was a finalist. Yeah, um, but lost his spot, and I think that'll probably continue. Um, let's kind of go into this little preview here. Yeah, uh, nice little quick episode. Maybe people will like this. Yeah, maybe people know. will be like, maybe people is like, hey, like, 
I got a 15 minute commute. Yeah. This was perfect for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe that's what, you know? So yeah, let us know. Let us know on Instagram in the comments, a little plug here. Follow us on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, um, at nine, one, six Republic. Email um, us at that same thing at gmail.com. Yep. DM us. Let us know. Uh, if you like this little, this, this little, um, podcast at, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into this preview here. Um, Phoenix Rising, four games, three wins, one loss against the Rowdies, which is arguably the best team in the league. Yep. Um, they have four goals against in four games. They're averaging one goal against the game. They have 14, I want to say, uh, 13 goals for. 14. 14 goals for. Yep. Um, in four games, they're averaging over three goals a game. They're very good. They are um, stacked in every position. Uh, you know, I, I, I up top, I'll talk about that real quick, and then you can maybe talk about the midfield, yep. um, and then the defense. Um, up top, they've got Solomon Asante, Rufat Dadashov, and Sante Moore. Um, one of the best front threes in the league. Sante Moore is slotted in for Junior Flemings this year. And has been, you know, the seamless transition. A great player. Um, Rufa Dadashov is a beast up top. And Solomon Asante is like a USL Hall of Famer who's still kind of in his prime, really. So, solid front three. But honestly, my favorite part of this team, like, and I think the strongest part of this team is probably even the midfield. I mean, it's a crazy good midfield. I think so, too. Like, there's no... Like, we, we kind of know who the forwards are around the league. Like, who's, you know, scoring over 20 goals a season. And, like you know, doing really cool stuff uh, in the attacking sense. But, like, I don't know many midfielders outside of Sacramento's and Phoenix's midfield because they are so good. They are in my mind. Aiden Quinn moved to Phoenix from Orange County this year. Very good defensive midfielder who has already scored a goal for them because they just don't stop scoring goals. John Beccaro, a very good midfielder as well as Kevon Lambert. Yep. These dudes just hang on to the ball they win tackles they get up and win headers they're gonna contribute into the goals as well like this is a all-star midfield yeah phoenix has all three of these players it's it's scary um they're center backs of jordan farrell and james musa one one of the best center back pairings in the league um and then their fullbacks like if we're just going off of like are they good if i don't know their name then their fullbacks are like their weakest position because they don't know yeah. names. But like, are they all stars? Maybe not. Yeah, but they're very good. Very serviceable. One's an MS Minnesota United loney. Yep. And then one is like a guy they're given a chance to that is playing really well. Yeah. Um. And so, like, this team just is good. Um, Zach, what do you think Sacramento has to do to beat Phoenix on Saturday? Yeah, I think. You know, as you said, kind of slot another midfielder in there. Um, we're going back to a three-five-two. I think is what would be best at a, at a midfielder in there, um, and have it be Fatai Lache. Mm-hmm. I think they have to do that, and, and because they need to play well through the midfield. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's gonna take really good connecting from the back line to the forwards because we can't get out of this game with any points if we don't score goals. No. It's not going to happen. They are going to score on us. Like it's going to happen. So we need to score goals yeah. and and it's going to be up to the midfield to to both 
limit, you know, those those big stretch through balls that are played um, to the wingers from the midfield and also to to be able to do that themselves, to connect passes to the to the wingers, to the to the final third. Um, So the midfield, I think, is crucial for this game. And to finish chances. I mean, we say it every week, but it's just so important, so important, especially like a team against a team like this. We have to finish chances and hopefully Cam can come on. I think that's what probably will happen. And and he can continue to have this kind of good form and and put chances away, get in good places as he does and and tap goals in. So um, those are kind of the two things I need to see is good, good play through the midfield and finishing chances. Yeah, absolutely. I think you summed it up. It sounds dumb. It sounds corny. It sounds uh, cookie cutter, like, you know, finish chances, but that's what they're going to have to do. And that's something they had trouble with against Orange County. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, but this is going to be an entertaining game. This is going to be a great game. Definitely. Get down to Papa Murphy's Park. This is a team. If you don't know much about teams around the USL, this is a team you want to see play. Yeah. Um, I mean, not only Sacramento, but I'm talking about Phoenix. Because yeah, and it's a matchup you want to see. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix versus Sac? Like, this is great. I mean, just yeah. think of the drama in the playoffs last year. Solomon Asante scored a goal with his fist in extra True. time. Like, Sacramento's going to want revenge. This is narrative FC all over the place right now. Like, this is going to be a great game. I agree. I'm excited to watch it. And and Sac's got a chance, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Zach, I'll see you at the game. Do you have anything else to add? I think that's about it, man. All right, man. Well, with that, I will bid us glory, glory. Sacramento.